Gather around, friends, new and old, and welcome to the Roast and Toast podcast. We are your two hosts this week, Jenny and Philip. Hello, hello. <laughs> hello again, Philip. Yes. We are reporting from good old, still reporting from San Diego, California over here. How's it going over there in the hot desert of Arizona? Jenny, it is going just awful. It is you are ah. missing. You are missing absolutely nothing. We are all slowly burning to a crisp in the oven, and that is the fish stick maker of Arizona right now. I'm telling you, fish you, stick maker. <laughs> yeah, we are all burning to flaky brown crisps because oh, the one good nasty. thing. Yeah, the one good thing about living and dying in Arizona is that you'll get a good tan as you burn down and simmer down to the ground before you become, as SpongeBob so eloquently put it, sun bleached. <laughs> before you get to that point, you will be completely burned and, and dehydrated. Look, I've been hiking this week. I've been hiking. That's been oh. that's not a that's not a new revelation. But I've been hiking and what I'm telling you, I come back absolutely drenched. Like just 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 wet beyond belief because of uh, my normal hiking attire yes. is just if you were to wear anything above a loincloth jenny it is just acts as an inhibitor of heat and it's so sweltering it's we've now gotten to the point where arizona now has a little bit of humidity and it stays after the sun goes down <laughs> there's no forgiveness you oh, are yeah, inside it doesn't leave it does not leave it does not sunset. leave no, it, it is staying. It is here to stay. It, it creaks into anywhere that is possible for it to, to seek into. My God, like you, if you were to step a toe outside on the concrete, I sincerely think you might get a second degree burn. I don't know about a third degree, but certainly a second degree. You are missing nothing. I'm incredibly jealous. What did, <laughs> what did, you, uh, what did you do while out in San Diego this week? All right. Well, there's two big highlights I'd like to mention. Um, it's been a pretty chill week once again, minus these two things. So um, a couple of days ago, I asked my parents if we can go kayaking because kayaking is in general one of my favorite active things to do, especially oh. near the ocean because there are so many areas and opportunities to explore great locations and oftentimes there are animals just everywhere you go so we went over to la jolla la jolla has several fantastic kayaking companies stationed over there and we just went over by um this la jolla um, natural reserve that you can access if you enter through um, the shore of their beaches and you can just kayak right over to their caves with special guide. They will, they're able to guide you into the caves in that area. And it's so cool. I, it's one of my favorite things that we've done in the past. But I last thing, I think last time I went, I was only a kid. So I was like, I need experiences as an adult. And we saw so many animals, Phil. It was insane. There was seals and sea lions. There was a jellyfish just floating out in the water by itself. A jellyfish? A jellyfish. Yeah, because jellyfish often uh, float... Uh, toward the shore sometimes they get lost um, i'm oh. pretty sure i've been um, i either stepped on a jellyfish or a stingray one time but that's a different story from the time um but there was also a, a i don't know what the do you know what the term for a group of dolphins is it's i call it i call them a fleet but i know that's not correct oh so you're actually asking me no i thought that you might know the uh, a group of dolphins no. i feel is like a, a fin family that's all that's that would be my <laughs> guess i'll look it up right now 
Uh, yeah, go for it. Uh, but, but yeah, there yeah. was even a group of there was a group of dolphins just swimming right by. Um, they're so cool. They're they're often here. A pod. At the beach here. A pod. A pod of dolphins. Okay, now I will remember that. Yeah, that uh, feels appropriate. That does feel. Home. Yeah. Yeah. That rings a faint <laughs> and then, bell. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. That the dolphins swam right by us, and apparently, um, everything that we saw over there, we were very lucky. So it was a great morning. To finish off the highlights, the second half, I went to my first country concert this week. Well, howdy, my God. Exactly. Uh, I went and saw apparently the number one country artist right now, Morgan Wallen. You you went to go see the number one country artist, Morgan Wallen? Yes. Apparently, he is the top of the charts right now, untouchable for 2023. And he does put on a good show. I'll give him that. Uh, do, did he win my heart? Um, I'm not sure because country is iffy for me. But he does put on a good show. Does uh, he, he dance? Also had, um, I wouldn't say he dances. I would say he just kind of gallops across the stage from side to gallops. side. And he, like yeah, a majestic he country horse. <laughs> there we go. He, yes, he, he likes to gallop and greet people while they throw bras at him. Um, no, are you, pull out, are, you, are I, you being serious? Did people actually I'm being throw bras? dead serious. I saw people seven threw bras. bras. Are I you kidding me? I saw on stage. Yeah, it was pretty funny. That is hilarious. And then his three openers were very good. Uh, Bailey Zimmerman, Ernest, and Hardy were his openers. I would say out of the four, Hardy was my favorite. They were a little bit um, grizzlier, grittier. They were more country rock. And mm. he has Hardy, the singer, has more of a, a rock style to his voice. And I enjoy rock a little bit more than country, so... I would I recommend Hardy out of those four artists, but everyone did a good job. It was a great seat. Um, we were in the pit, and several mega beers were consumed that night, so it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, and apparently, if you have any uh, bras that you need to get out of your closet, go see a Morgan <laughs> Wallen concert. Yeah, don't go to Goodwill. Go to a Morgan Wallen concert and yeah, just throw it- them. But I will I will say one thing: I do not condone throwing things at people in general while they're performing. Because have you heard about this, Phil? People are I've getting heard that artists it's a are getting hurt. Yeah. People are getting hurt when they're throwing objects at artists, and I am so not okay with that. I mean, a bra is one thing. Yeah, bra panties. That's that's a tale as old as time, and that's you know you can. I don't know what you can hit me with on the hardest bra or panty. I don't think it could do actual damage. But even like a water bottle, something like that, that can actually do some real real damage depending on the spot you hit on them. Yes, Rose and Toast podcast does not condone throwing of of any objects of any kind that are not soft objects, period, during concerts. Please do not hurt artists because you'll ruin the experience for them and for everyone else. Thank you. Out of the country concert and into the woods, here we go. (laughs) Nice smooth transition. Thank you, thank you. So it's a would you episode. Uh, Jenny, you and me will go back and forth and ask each other a couple would you questions. And you know what, partner? I'll go first, right? But how about that? Yeehaw, yeah, heat. Yeah. Would you, would you always rather be itchy or always feel like you have to pee? Oh, okay. I, I would say I would rather feel this, the sensation of needing to pee. Really? Yes, because if I was itching, if that is so much harder for me to mentally turn off versus the sensation of needing to pee. I don't know what it is, but I, I've trained myself after 
after as you grow through life, there's moments <laughs> where you're not able to reach a toilet right away, and your after a while, your body's like, okay, I get it. We can't go. We're just gonna have to wait. <laughs> this and is it, like, not our mis- time. This is not our time. So they, the brain just like shuts off. At least for me, I don't know if anybody else experiences that. But itching, no, absolutely not. I could not sit there and feel that sensation. I am the exact opposite. For, for really, pretty much, pretty much all the all the reasonings that you had for the opposite itching. I'm like, okay, I kind of have a a, a a thing down where if it's like somewhere where I can't itch, I kind of give it a good pat, and that feels fine. If I mm-hmm. if I don't need to, it depends on where it itches too. There are like good itch spots and then bad itch spots where you need to immediately rectify that situation. But for mm-hmm. peeing. If you need to consistently pee, I always feel like you're just shaking. You're always wondering whether or not it's like you're doing damage to something inside of you. Oh, well, that's fair. Okay. Yeah, or whether or if you need to pee, I'm always I, I I how do I put this tenderly? If you need to use the bathroom, I feel like that alters your decisions in life more so than itching because if you're about to leave somewhere, you can you would have to take stock of your evaluation of well, how far am I going to be going? Is there a bathroom on the way just in case of an emergency? Now, granted, granted, I would think that this is a bigger question, too, for women than men, just because men have some small leeway to be more discreet, to just say, oh, let's go you know, whip it there, whip it there. But anyways, mm-hmm. uh, it's interesting that we fall on the complete opposite ends of those spectrums. Your turn, Jen. All right. <clears throat> All right. The first one. Uh, would you rather let a tarantula crawl up your arm, Philip? Or let a snake wrap around your neck. Go. <laughs> I'll go with the tarantula. Funny enough, I used to uh, I used to own a snake, a pet snake. His name mm-hmm. was Joey. Uh, my mom would always find him whenever uh, he would get out of his cage, and not not and she wasn't looking for him, Jenny. She just happened to find him, <laughs> <laughs> or he found her. It was it was love at first sight, but I assure you, it was a one way love. So I used to have a snake and I'll be, you know, I think every once in a while as a trust exercise, everybody goes through that. You, you know, maybe you have the, the piano wire thumbs up around your neck. Um, but I, I'm not too proud to say that the young adolescent Philip may have put a snake around his neck every, uh, once every once in a while. So that's like a trust exercise. Whereas a tarantula, I don't trust a tarantula. Like those things, those things have instincts that even if you just go to pick it up, it might just whoosh, Whereas a, a snake, I don't know. I feel like I have more control over that. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be a little bit easier to control. I think, you know what? I never knew this. We had a similar um, upbringing in terms of pets because I also grew up with a snake. Did you? I did, but he wasn't my snake. He was my brother's snake. Um, it was mm. an albino corn snake named Sunshine. He was this <laughs> by far the sweetest snake I think I will ever have the pleasure of knowing. The, that snake did not ever harm a fly he obviously when he was when he would eat he would always like he would go harm after a, his food. bigger than a fly yes yeah yeah but whenever he was around i think he just in general got used to being around humans and never felt uh threatened by them because rj would always have people over and he would always bring out sunshine rj your brother age. yeah yes my brother rj um he would always bring him out for his friends or whenever relatives came over as like hey check out my pet he's super friendly and I, thanks to Sunshine, I have less of a fear of snakes than I should, which if out in the wild, I should be not trying to approach a snake like, hey, what's up, buddy? But the, but yeah, it was because of Sunshine. But I didn't know we had that in common. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, who knew? All right, hit me with your next one, Phil. 
Would you rather be forced to kill the last remaining panda bear or <gasps> any person of your choice? So the option is either cause a species to go extinct mm-hmm. or kill one person. Mm-hmm. I can make the panda bear pregnant if that's what you if that makes it in a, an easier decision for you. I do have that on the table. <laughs> I'm willing to negotiate this panda bear. But the panda would if the panda is pregnant. If I kill the panda, the baby will die too. <laughs> okay, that means I kill two pandas. Yeah, yeah, a, a, a panda and and a panda with twins. You know, like that. Maybe, oh, maybe they could not be. three pandas. No. Yes, three pandas. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. So just well, the one panda for now, see. and we'll if work I had our way to choose up. But just the one panda. panda or a which, human. Uh, which way I, are you going? Uh, I will probably go with. Uh, I feel the idea of causing an animal to go extinct. I can't. I can't have that responsibility. So I think I'd rather. If there's a person. It, it depends on the person, though. I'm not gonna just like. I'm not gonna. Just not, I'm just not gonna death note them. Um, sign their name away to to death. I would want to make sure pick the right person. Do you want to do it control? yourself? Oh, okay. Do I have control over? Yeah. Okay, excellent. So I'll make sure it's a it's a bad person who's done awful things, and that will be the that that's my choice. That's my choice. All right, Phil. Would you rather have your significant other write a song about you? Or paint your portrait. That's interesting. So you said significant other. So I would say write a song about me. Now, all right. Or, interesting. Yeah, I, interesting. I, I, I would say, well, okay, okay. Actually, okay. I would rather them do a portrait. Let me go with that first. Of all. Okay. Because explain because, your reasoning why. Yeah, my reasoning why is as I'm going to assume that they're good at either. But the da- the danger in having somebody write a song about you, and if they're good at that, means that if ever, should ever, you break up, there might just be a song about you there too. And that's... <laughs> whereas, and I've seen the danger, uh, looking at you, Taylor Swift, of breaking up with the wrong songwriter, as opposed to the wrong artist. Like, even, even if... Even if you you piss off the wrong artist, at worst, there's like a real life, maybe, model of my junk, I suppose. But like that's the scope of that is still so limited compared to what possibly like a really good song could be. Like that could be worldwide. And now everybody knows about Taylor Swift's business. Everybody knows Adele's like some something about you. You know, and I put fire to the rain, Bob or whoever it is that her ex boyfriend is. Uh, that that's, feels like it spreads so much easier than any revenge artist piece. And quite honestly, like the portrait, that'd be nice. That'd be nice to look at or have them enjoy if they if they never do it. And then if that's for somebody else's home, oh, what a blessed day for them. My God. <laughs> Jenny, my last question here. Would you rather run a mile on a six-inch deep bed of potatoes or... Swim a quarter mile through maple syrup, twelve feet deep. Run a mile on wow. six, six inch. Yeah, I know six inch deep bed of potatoes, or swim a quarter mile through maple syrup, twelve feet deep. There's a lot going into this, Jenny, and I've thought of all the the ins and outs. If if you need help uh, deciphering this, my answer would be the potatoes. Why the potatoes? 
I'm fascinated. Because maple syrup is a lot thicker than water. That's true. That's very true. The idea of swimming through maple syrup and not not only having reduced vision, but just in general, your muscles will get tired a lot faster. It just it just sounds like a double strike, double double negative to the whole experience. So (laughs) I'm gonna go with potatoes. The only thing I could imagine being unpleasant about the potatoes option is that your legs will just feel uh, moist and sticky for a while. But that's at least you're able to breathe air <laughs> while you're doing the thing and you can at least regulate your breathing. It's a Here's- little bit easier <laughs> to move through in general. At least I'll have my upper body available to propel me. <laughs> Here, Here's my thought process on this, Jenny, yeah, is that go on. the the quarter mile to a mile is, is a big difference. In case yeah. you've ever had to walk, run, climb, or jump, uh, either of those distances, you feel the difference mm-hmm. in those. So that's that's major. But honestly, I think the difference here is that you will most assuredly get hurt running a mile on the bed of potatoes just because they shift. They're not steady. And if you have to run, the qualification is that you have to run. Those things are going to give out. I at some point shift and then you're breaking an ankle. You are de- you're breaking an ankle. That's you fair. might stub mm-hmm. a toe. So that's a guaranteed injury. It's just a matter of at what point and also you're going to get tired and sticky and maybe you'll buck a tooth while you're you're falling down. Who knows? <laughs> not the teeth. Not the teeth. The not the money makers, but the syrup that has the potential of death. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I was expecting to hear from you. I thought you were arguing for the maple syrup. <laughs> but and so that's that's a pretty big one. But I think it's an easier challenge. But if you mm-hmm. fail, you will slowly simmer down and like have no way of getting back up. Because once you get to a point of exhaustion, you'll just be like, "Let the syrup take me. Maybe I can eat my way out of this." And then you'll realize you can. Uh, so um, it, it's it's a tough one. It's a tough decision. And one is more painful than the other one, but the other one's death. So I don't blame you for. But you know what? You know what, Phil? Yeah. If we do, if we do fail in the maple syrup distance challenge, yes. You know what you can say if you fail at the mm. end of it? What can I say? Well, guess I got a Lego this ego. Ah! Uh, what a okay, sweet okay, pun! Okay. All right, go yeah. ahead, Jenny. Your last one. Uh, nice segue into the last one here. Would you rather be stuck on a Ferris wheel for an hour or have pigeons surround you at a train station for 20 minutes? Uh, what was the first one? So the first one was an hour of what? Uh, being stuck on a Ferris wheel, Phil. Oh. <laughs> it gets cold up there. Um, yeah. But a flock of pigeons. I'm going to go with- you have uh, city rats around you as flying rats or you yeah. have height sickness for an hour. Yeah, no kidding. I think I'm going to go with the, the the flying rats near a train station. Mm-hmm. Even if I can't block them out with headphones or something else, I actually find pigeons kind of interesting in their disgustingness mm-hmm. uh, and all that is uh, their abhorrent nature. Because like the whole they can't walk without bobbing their head is fascinating to me. 
and right. seeing how they would all interact as a group. Is there a lead pigeon? Is there a, a, a pigeon that they all make fun of? Or they're like, even for us pigeons, that's an ugly ass pigeon. Is there <laughs> a pigeon that, that asserts its dominance whenever food is entered into the equation? I, these are the questions that I can at least enjoy while watching. If I'm up above the city and it's it's got an extremity of weather, very rarely are you prepared for those weather changing climates on the top of a Ferris wheel. At best, you might bring a blanket, but it's probably not a, like a legit blanket that could actually provide you some warmth for the majority of an hour. So by the time you get down, you might have frostbite. Maybe that's a bit a bit much, but what if it rains? What if it gets to be so hot and you're in Arizona that you are now slowly burning yourself just from being on metal? So I'm going to go with the pigeons, not enjoying my decision, but I'm going to at least pick the pigeons because they are the lesser of the two disgusting evils. Yes, I I will I'll go ahead and say my opinion on this one. Yeah, I would absolutely pick the pigeons because I have a pretty bad height sickness. So, really? I would not if I don't we never like considered where we would be located on the Ferris wheel, but I would just assume naturally they'll be stuck at the top of the rotation. I assumed top, yeah. And I would have had a very hard time not looking down at the world around me. Um I can't assume, of course, that this Ferris wheel is massive like the London Eye. I'm assuming it would be something smaller, like a carnival Ferris wheel. But in general, I would not be able to handle the height sickness because my stomach would turn and I would feel weak in the knees for an hour. And that just sounds unpleasant. So I will go with the pigeons option. Pop, 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 quiz. It's my turn this week to bring a good old pop quiz to podcast. Phil, this is my question for you. Hope you've been paying attention. Can you please tell me out of these three options, which question I didn't ask Jackie Hoffman during this year's Mother's Day episode? Oh, okay. Which one did I not ask Jackie? Okay. Option one, what is your favorite vacation spot? Option two, who is David's favorite childhood actor? Or option three, according to David, what is your best home-cooked meal? Very tricky, Jenny. Very, very tricky. Because all three of these were asked. And I think one of these was asked by me. Um, it's just a matter of which one did I ask? Because they're all great questions. All great mm -hmm. questions. Um, vacation spot was definitely you. I would never... I, I don't think of vacations and you are a person who thinks of vacations. It's something I should get my mindset more around. I, I am <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should, Phil. Yeah, I, sh I should. I, I need a damn vacation. You know what? I'm heading out. I'm driving out to San Diego right now. Uh, Come it's on not over. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The last one was food. What was the What was the second option again? Favorite childhood actor. Favorite childhood actor. I could also see that as me as well. But I don't think... I don't think that was me. I think I would have just asked who his favorite actor was. I don't think I would have put childhood in there. So I'm going to go with the food because that definitely does sound like something I would ask. Well, you are incorrect, Phil. <gasps> Best home-cooked meal was one of my questions. Oh, wow. It's, it's actually one of our, if you go to our uh, social media, it's a recorded reel. It is That's one that right. I asked Jackie, and the answer was pasta, and it was eventually resolved on... Um, it was it landed on lasagna. Nice, um, yes, yes, yes. Vacation spot was a beach, uh, and then uh, so the actual question 
um, instead of actor that I uh, provided to Jackie, I instead asked her, who, what is David's favorite childhood toy? Toy. Ah, oh, I do. You tricky, tricky woman. Yes, I, I remember all these. <laughs> I could not remember all this. Oh, very good, Jen, Jenny. Very good. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Slaps is the part of the show where we bring you our favorite source of entertainment that we discovered this week, thought of this week, or just damn near wanted to say this week, whichever it could be. Uh, Jenny, where would you like to go for your That Slaps this week? We have a song this week for That Slaps. I recently stumbled upon this on a random uh, Spotify shuffle walk where I'm walking off right on the beach and just listening to whatever pops up on my feed. Did you know that Fall Out Boy recently released their own version of We Didn't Start the Fire? Yeah, you know what? I had heard uh, news about it. I have not heard it, but I have heard that they that they did an updated version. Yes, I, I very they vaguely. They did, and it absolutely 100% slaps. It is so good because we all, I mean, we didn't start the fire as a classic song already, but it is such a joy to hear about all of the the different uh, topics or names they mention from my lifetime, especially. It's it just it just tickled me. It was absolutely awesome to listen to, and it was a jam. So if you haven't heard this version, so I'm trying to remember which news topics or names. If I remember correctly, they cover items from 1989 to 2023. So they cover oh, wow. over 30 years of names, topics, events. It's really cool to listen to. If you haven't heard this version yet, go listen to Fall Out Boy's version of We Didn't Start the Fire. That slaps. Something like that. Obviously, neither of us know, but you would imagine they have to get permission from Billy Joel to do that, right? Even though it's like I'm new sure they did. content within, I bet it sounds similar and it would have to be with Billy's blessing, I suppose. All right. Jenny, my That Slaps this week is from a gentleman who dropped his new album recently. I couldn't even tell you when it was, but I've only recently gotten to it. And even then, I've only gotten a taste. But what a taste I got. It's called Save My Life is the name of the song. Save My Life Ooh. by Niall Horan. Oren, the One Direction Niall, guy. Niall Haran? Haran? Haran, yeah. So, I, I always uh, am Sorry, awful Niall. with names. <laughs> Sorry, Niall. I know it's Niall. So there we go. It's uh, Save My Life. It's um, It sounds great. It's, it's akin to uh, almost like it has vibes that reminisce uh, from a Full House opening episode uh, song where it's kind of got that that thought where like the, the voice eventually bleeds out to like that that little jazzy saxophone. It's delightful. It's absolutely delightful. Go out and give it a listen. I, I'm excited to listen to the rest of this album because of this one song. Save my life. Niall Oren. That slaps. Well, we're going to have to bring this very short episode to a close already. Uh, we have no game this week, but that doesn't mean that this episode hasn't been fun. But before we go, we have a few people to thank. Thanks to Cass and Crossland and Jake Corling for the music on the show. Thank you to Ryan Ardell and to Josh Hans for all the audio bits you hear throughout the show. 
And thanks to Rudy Chalk for his wonderful graphic design work you see on all of our socials. And thank you to you, you wonderful listeners, for always tuning in and supporting us through every week. We love you guys so much. Now, if you haven't already, what are you waiting for? Please go follow us on all of our social medias, on Facebook, on Instagram, and on TikTok. Don't forget, we do have have a TikTok now. Um, And of course, wherever you'll find us on our usual streaming uh, services, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, but... Not Miss Pandora, because she just can't get with the times, Miss Pandora. Come on! Oh my god, little Betty's drowning in our national tub of maple syrup! Somebody help her! Somebody besides the bear! Somebody besides the bear!